Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Everybody tries to blame an old nature, wrong patterns, what happened, like you can't even hold your past to create your future. You know what I'm saying? Psychologically, we have to stop sooner or later. This is what the... The rule, this is funny. I was sitting with this guy, he's like a psychologist, right? It was funny. Psychology has to stop. See, every kind of help you get, you go to counseling, counseling, great, but counseling has to stop. It does. Listen to me, I'm telling you why. This is God's not truth. I sat with the guy. I said this to him. I said, this has to eventually stop. You can stay in counseling forever. That's not what I'm saying. Here, finish my thought. Let me finish. Counseling has to stop, and the word of God sooner or later has to kick in. Otherwise, the, the, the longest you stay a victim is the longest you think you are one. But once I kick the renewing of the mind in, it's over. Because I'm not who I used to be. But people are not programmed that much, and I don't have a problem. Go to counseling the rest of your life. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is sooner or later, i got to take a new him in him creature, creature in Christ and create a brand new reality of who I am and see through a different lens. See what I'm saying? So I don't have a problem with it, but I'm saying sooner or later we got to get to the word and we got to believe what the word says. Sooner or later I got to forgive. Sooner or later I got to forget. Sooner or later I got to take on a new creature in Christ, never been one like me before. And here's the good news for you. You ready for this? Now I'm going to show you something here. This is a golden nugget. Write it down. Don't forget it. Whoever tries to tell you who you used to be might not be the people you want to take with you and do your future. Because I got a hard time understanding how, how everybody around me that's positive for me could see the new me I'm becoming. Why do you only see the old me you used to know? Because you've identified me in a moment of life that I'm not in anymore. But that just shows me, you revealed to me, you're not there. You're still stuck. Because you're stuck in your memory, and I'm stuck in my imagination. I'm moving forward. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, but most of the people, most of, you want to know why most people do that? Because they want to punish you for your past. People that want to punish me for my past that the Jesus that I know today has forgiven me of might not be people I want to take into my future. It's all, it's easy, it's simple, it's not hard. So what am I trying to get you to say? Simple. Go to Romans 12, 1 and 2, King James. It's very important. I got to be careful that I start this process, get it going. You understand? And a lot of times what happens is, you know, you get labeled in life because, you know, it's just the way it is, man. Whether I put them on me, you put them on me, somebody put them on me, who knows? But what do you got to understand? You got you to start this renewing your mind process because Jesus had to do it. And he, it, Okay, so basically what I'm saying is if he was God and he had to renew his mind, I'm not God. What about me? I'm going to have to renew my mind. And then, watch this. This is really good. Where are some of the spiritual inabilities in my life? Because there are some. They're in my unrenewed mind through limitation. See, once I remove the unrenewed mind, there's no more limitation. See what I'm saying? So, how, hey, how come I can be victorious all the time? Because you can. That seems impossible, not to a man who's renewed his mind. Because then the next thing is my quest starts to become wisdom because wisdom can get me in and out of life. 
See what I'm saying? So God's like, hey, Ephesians 1, 3, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places are yours. Everything you need to hear and you find wisdom, ask God, he'll give it to you and he'll help you navigate through life and you go, stop, pause, got it. Then why do I have flaws and, and miss-ups? Because you didn't follow the direction. But he's trying to take you to a place of victory and the more you renew your mind that you can have it, the more you put an understanding, I want it. Amen. See what I'm saying? So my mind, see, remember back in the day we say, well, that's the old nature. That's my old man. You ever hear that? Yeah. The old man is rising up in me. You know, I was a fighter in the earth, so that old man kind of tried to come up in me. No, you got an unrenewed mind. Look, I'm not picking on you. I love you. I'm your pastor. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm your life coach. Listen, you just need to renew your mind. You ain't a fighter no more. Now, you can fight, but you ain't going to be knocking people out in the grocery store. Cut it out. The love of God will constrain you. You understand what I'm saying? You're renew- uh, you are Jesus. Your new identity is in Christ, not in who you used to be. Well, I'm Irish. You know, I got hot-tempered. Why, shut up, you Irish, you hot-tempered. You and Jesus, now you're a Jew. <laughs> People are nuts. You ever hear any really good Jewish fighters? No. No. There you go. <laughs> Come on, you see what I'm trying to say? You're not in you no more. Stop. Stay in Jesus. It's better, man. The world tries to pull you out. Come be like us. No, stay in him. Um, you're, you're, the fruit of the spirit is who you are now. We got to develop. Uh, when you read love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Man, perfect peace and control of my life. Fruit of the spirit. That's who you are. That's who you can have access to. Don't you want that? Yeah. Renew your mind. That's who I am now. And that takes a little bit of work. But the thing is this. Now, I said, you want to know about the work of it? You're going you to like this. You want to know what's funny about the work? You ain't got to do the work. You just got to use the seed. You just got to use the seed. You put that seed in there and leave it in there. That seed will grow the fruit of it. Come on, right? Now, watch this. I'm going to show you how to do it now. So watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Check this out. Watch this. You know what it says? I beseech you, therefore, brethren. You've been hearing this all week. Talk about being redundant. My God in heaven, I'm not going to stop now. Now I know it takes 250 times to tell you something before you even start. You in trouble. I got to use this scripture last week. Last week, you won't hear this next three years. I might just preach the same sermon every week. You know what I'm saying? And just be like, no, it's almost like that because it's not, see, because you got to understand, I was telling them in the morning, and this is really good because it's funny. It's not funny. We in the education, I got teachers in here. Anybody a teacher? Not like, did you go teach in school? Anybody? You taught school? Okay. We believe repetition is the way to learn. Correct? Hebrew Lee or hebraically, or whatever you want to say, we don't believe that. They don't teach like that. If you go to a Hebrew backing school, it's all caught in what? Not the repetition. The learning pattern is based upon an argument, the wrestling of a thought. Right? I was talking to somebody about this. It was good. I loved it because I ran with it because this is how I learn. I don't learn based on repetition. I cannot stand repetition. Repetition never lets, write this down, repetition never allows me to settle my arguments internally. Never. Repet- this is really good stuff. Ty, I know you catch me. Repetition has never. I've been learning like this all my life. You probably have too. You know what's funny? I'm serious, man. You smart, you smart guys, I'm telling you, man, 
you don't really think with repetition. Repetition fades away. You think in the struggle to what? Convince yourself the truth you just read is your truth. That's how you get real smart. See, right? So he told you, go to school. We're going to tell you over and over, over and over and over and over. And some of it stuck, but most of it don't. You forgot about it because it was stupid. You're like, well, how many times are you going to I settle the internal arguments within my own mind and psyche based upon the argument I have internally with myself to see how it's truth. And I have this wrestling match internally, and then once I make it my thought, my idea, I don't need repetition. It's become a solid truth to me. Over and over doesn't matter to me. Over and over to me is a waste of time. But the argument inside of me, once I'm done wrestling it, then it becomes my truth. So I wrestle my thought. Isn't it Jesus? Complete your case with me. Let's just tussle this out. And once you get the thing, I get a solid truth inside and go, okay, that's my truth now. See it? See what I'm saying? So that's how they teach. They teach in a different way. They don't teach on pattern of repetition. They teach on what? Wrestle with the thought until, until somebody wins. And whatever wins, you realize this. And then some thoughts I've wrestled, and the thought's stronger than my belief. So guess what I do? I forfeit that, and I hear again, and i got to go back and wrestle with it. That's how I've been doing life. You do it too. You don't realize it. So what it is is this. So wrestle with this stuff. Because this is what they did in church. Oh, keep hearing it. Everything you hear, you don't believe. What the heck good is hearing it again? Wrestle it. Argue it. How, why, what, God, this, that. How do you think I teach you? doesn't make sense. You can't use sense. Born of a virgin. Come on. Wrestle with it. Faith. Wrestle with it. Walk on water. That's crazy. Wrestle with it. Make it your truth. Make it your belief. Buy the whole book. Eat it all. Drink it. In. You know, it's kind of bad, but this is what I, I need you to do. Feel it. You got to feel it sometimes. I, mean, I feel it. I mean, I don't know, Pastor, because you weird me out, and this church is weird, but I feel it. Something I feel when I get around. I can't explain it, but I feel it. Because, you see, you've been around, and a lot of you have been messed up because you went to church, and I get it, man. The dude was just, I had a guy this morning. It was funny. Not the guy, but the people that came, like, why do you think we come here? And I was like, I got it. Because a lot of you guys have been around, it's like, hey, just shoot straight with me. I feel good in this atmosphere. Yeah, well, that's why you're here. So argue the thoughts and make them your own. So Romans 12, 1, 2, I beseech you there for brethren by the mercy of God, present your body a living sacrifice. See it? Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And you know what verse 2 says? We've been reading it a lot, right? And be not conformed, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind, that you can prove what is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will of God. Right? Right? Okay. So what? It says, be not conformed, but be ye metamorphosed. That same word transfigure means metamorphosed. The same word in the Greek, metamorphosed, metamorphosis, is the same caterpillar, butterfly, to change the action. How do you go from some crawly, creepy-looking thing to a beautiful flying butterfly? Because of metamorpho. What is he saying? You can metamorphose where you are until you want to who you want to be with the principle of the word of God. Now you got to learn how it works. Why are we not doing it? Because we don't understand that the principles are this easy and we don't know how to do it. So therefore we void it out and we don't know what to do and we don't do it. And then we just try to, we try to patchwork. So this is what they try to do. So the church has become, and don't get mad at me, has become a big counseling center when it needs to be a big seed center. So we got to come in here and massage you and all this goofiness. No, this is how you do it. 
So for all the believers in here that want to do it, I'm going to show you how to do it, right? This is how you do it, okay? Just trust me. So he said, this position in your life can transform your future. Be not conformed, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind. What happens when I renew my mind? The metamorpho starts taking place. I start changing my thinking. I get a new source. I start changing how I feel. Do you wake up and feel? No. I tell my feel what to feel. See, they got to train yourself. Do you wake up with thought? No. I tell myself what to think. See, people got to say, see, when you get to Genesis 2 and 7, we'll go there, right? Because you got to remember something. You got to see this now. Go to Genesis 2-7. I got two places of scripture. We're going to go to 1 Peter right after this, and I'm done. You just got to get this thing and bury it home, man. That's it. Once you do this, you start this, you're going to change. And look, I'm going to tell you right here now. Listen to me, man. You need to hear this. A lot of you have been through some stuff, and I'm being serious. I don't expect you just to do this overnight because a lot of stuff that went on in life, it wasn't like you just woke up one day and decided, oh, this is what I want to think. Man, people's words, actions, they hurt. Things people did to you, they hurt, man. Things you've seen hurt. Look, I'm not here like some insensitive jerk. It's like, oh, you should just get over it and apply the word of God. That's not what I'm saying. But you're going to have to take a deep breath and go, hey, I could stay here forever, or I could just say, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and do the patchwork. So let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? What do I do? Worry about yesterday? What the heck are you going to do about yesterday? It's gone, man. And I told you what yesterday is. Everything backwards are just fugitives of the past trying to take space in your tomorrow. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. It's trying to come and rob you of time in your future. Big deal. Who in this room hasn't done some boneheaded, whacked out thing? Right. Yeah. You know, I told somebody the other day, every mistake I made in life, you pay for it one of two ways, man. Out of your pocket, yeah. right, or out of time. Yeah. How many made some mistakes in your life cost you some money? Yeah. Don't raise your hand, Right. How many of you made some mistake cost you some time? Yeah. You're going to pay for it. Who in this room is going to sit here and go, oh, I never, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But you got to look in the mirror and go, are you going to let yesterday rob your tomorrow? Are you going to live out of this lens of yesterday to tell me what you could do? Cut it out. Just stop. Let's change. Okay? Look at Genesis 2-7. Pop that up there. Right? And the eyes of them were both opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron. So Adam and Eve are in trouble, right? Because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. They made a mistake. Now watch this. Keep going. Now watch. I want to show you something because it's big. I've seen this, and I want to show you this. I think you're going to like it. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees in the garden. So they hid, they're hiding. They're naked all wide open, now they're hiding, they're scared, they got all this new, new thought, they ain't never had none of this before, right, they don't know what's going on, now watch the next verse, it's so cool, watch this, pop that up there, let me see it, and the Lord God called to Adam and said, hey, where are you, God calls him, right, he says, where you at, and God's like, hey boy, where you at, you know, got one of those friends, you know, where you at, he said, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid, I naked, and I hid myself. Right? It's kind of crazy, right? You need faith for all this stuff. Can you imagine this? I mean, somebody, somebody asked me today, like, how do you believe this? Man, faith. Can you believe these stories? These stories are crazy. 
Two people walking around naked. Let's do this in natural day. This is going to be good. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> two people naked. That's not a bad idea right there. You know what I'm saying? We just came out of our love. I told them I like petting. I told Pastor Liz, just keep petting me. Watch the video. It's funny. Didn't you think Friday was funny? Was it funny? Did you take the test? Janelle, did he take the test? You didn't take the test. You'd be lying in church. I would come get you. Uh, you started it. You didn't finish it. Take the test. I'm just kidding. I like her. She tells, she tells me what's going on. All the girls. I'm going to the girls. I'm not even asking the boys. These boys lie. The girls like, You know, sometimes when I'm preaching, some of the girls, they actually point. I've had it happen. Bro, I had it happen where, like, really bad. Like, they ain't never been back, but she, like, wailed him. Like, threw him a full, like, you, he went, he got hit. Like, whoa, you ain't been this feisty since 23 years ago. Come on. It was funny. I laugh. Sometimes it makes me laugh because when you see it, you go, whoa. Two people walking around naked in the woods with fig leaves on. Bro, you calling the, you calling the police. Stop. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Hey, we got two people out here with fig leaves on running around naked in the backyard. They're hiding. They're playing hide and seek. Not a bad idea to do in your house, in the privacy of your own home. That's your own business. God bless you, but this don't make no sense. And then God talks from the heavens. Where are you? Come on. What? Stop. Okay. So, right? But here's what he does. And this is really cool. You're going to like this, right? She's out. And he said, who? He said, who told you that you were naked? Now watch what he says. Who told you that? Did you eat of that tree? Because he knows with every voice, there's a source where the voice came from. And he linked back and said, you ate the tree, didn't you? Identification of the position was revealed by what he said. But God knew the source where it was coming from, from the words that came out of his mouth. That's good. Because he said, he said, hey, listen to what he did. Now, I'm going to say something. Don't go on a limb. Just, just, just let's take it in, digest it, and spit it out so it helps us. I don't even know if he knew they did it or not. But he listened to the response of what they said, and they said, you ate the tree, didn't you? Because you wouldn't talk like that if I was the source of what you were thinking and believing. You wouldn't have that thought pattern if you were thinking. You wouldn't have had fear. You wouldn't have had naked. You wouldn't have had afraid. You wouldn't have hid. You'd come running when you heard my voice. You wouldn't be hiding when you hear it. Come on. Oh, you want to see? Remember when you looked, you were doing good and the Lord was talking to you like, oh, thou beautiful one, where are thou? And you were like, here I am, Lord, here I am, Lord. Man, you need even sin, living like a clown. And he's like, hey, where you at? You're like, not here, not home, not around, sorry, gone. No, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Lord comes looking for you to cool today. You got that new girlfriend. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. I'm not the man I think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, Stop. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Oh, this whole road tells the truth. Everybody else church lies. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go look. Here I am now, Father. Where art thou? When I'm doing right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But what happened was, Link 
So you got to have thought identification. Write that down. If I don't know where my thoughts are coming from, God knows what I'm believing. Where did that come from? And the reason showed up in the garden, and it was a mess. So you see what I'm saying? So he hears, what does he hear? He goes, whoa, you ain't talking like that if you didn't eat from that tree. See what I'm saying? What did he do? He revealed who he was in the moment. Now, let me explain that. What do you mean who he was? He was fallen man, even though he was, in the first time, he was righteous man. His words linked identification. God found the source and said, okay, so what do I mean? You never had an original thought day in your life. You got to identify where's that coming from, can I believe it, and do I need to what? Reprogram it. That sounds so easy, but in the middle of pressure, it isn't. How many days have you been sitting in a stupid idea, not to be, not that it's stupid, but it's hurt, you know, oh my God, you know, or you're funky because of something, and now you got to try to, and all the while, if you would have thought identification, you would have threw it away, reprogramming the truth, and then walking into your future. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But it's funny how he, he knew by what he was saying, where he was coming from. So this is what you got to do. Go to First Peter, we're done. Okay? Now, you got to write these scriptures down, because if you don't get this scripture, it's going to mess you up. You know which one that is? You got that, that Peter scripture? I don't know. I think I, it was 2 Peter 1, wasn't it? Yeah, 2 Peter 1, 3. You guys all right with this? Now, here, everybody say, no cliffhanger. Here's how you do it. This there ain't no cliffhanger, Mom. I'm telling you it's the truth. This is how you do it. This, deep I don't know how to do it. Hush your mouth. You do know how to do it. And I'm going to tell you now. I want everybody to look at me. Some of you dudes are a little rough. No, I don't want to. Listen, man. I like you. I don't want to. You ever get in a fight? I never got in fights, as you can tell. I cannot fight. I had friends that could fight, though. Knock you out. Like, I was in high school. I was untouchable. Sal saved my life so many times. This dude knocked you out, bro. This joker was a banger. Man. He, he's like one of those dudes. Like, nobody messed with this dude. The whole school didn't mess with him. We were freshmen. We walked in. He's benching like 260. I was like, dude, you. And he didn't care. Hit him in the head. He thought it was funny. I was like, you're mental. He was one of those guys. And I was like, you're my friend. Thank God you're my friend. Thank God you're my friend. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ you are my friend. I don't know how I brought that up. But some of you are tough. And tough is, tough is good. Because tough helps you survive. But God got you in a place you ain't got to be tough no more. Let me hear what I'm saying now. You got to keep strong. But you don't have to fight the past, to become the new you. Amen. You just need the principle of seed. And I'm not just talking to boys. I'm talking to girls. The girls are the worst because you had to survive. And you want to, it's harder for the women. I'm telling you it is because you were never supposed to survive. Somebody was supposed to help you survive. You were supposed to just be the helper. Some of you had to be, you had to take a position as a man and throw stuff on your back. You should have never had it and survived the way you had to survive. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. I know what I'm talking about. So you just got to decompress and go, okay, it's a safe place, man. Just inhale, exhale, and go, okay. No matter what I had to go through, the pain, the, the pride, whatever it is, it's all right. Pastor Chris, today, right now, you're going to give me the key. I'm going to give you the secret to success, and it ain't a secret. We're all fighting for change, but it's so hard when we don't understand the principles of change. I'm going to give you the principle of change right now. If you do it, it'll work. Because, see, this is what happens. People don't realize it, and I'm going to show you in a minute. See, because watch this, right? This is all Mark chapter 4. It's the whole biblical principle. You figure out the Bible. You figure out the whole book. And this will say, give me, if you can give me four minutes, I can give you the world, man. You just got to stay with me. You got to really think. You got to shake yourself and be ready to go. You ready? Boom. 
Here's how it happens. Jesus comes, he starts throwing seeds. He's throwing the seed of the word of God. He's saying, you can do this, you can be this, you can be have, you can do, you can do, you can do. And he throws it, he's throwing it. He's like reaching in a bag and throwing seed. Like, see, so we're sows the word. These are they by the wayside. So we're sows the word. These are they by the wayside. What happens when they, he sows the word? You can be great. You're supernatural. You're a champion. You can be healed. You can be delivered. You can be free from your past. You don't have to live in addiction. You can live rich. You don't have to be sick. You're not what they said you are. You could be what God said you could be. You could do what God said you can do. You are who he says you are. You're not what they said. You're what he said about you, right? And he's throwing it. And here's you. Boom, you're standing there, and the Bible says, and immediately they receive it with gladness. They get all excited about it. They think it's great. It's wonderful. Yes, that's me. That's me. But all of a sudden, pressure shows up. And instead of getting excited when the pressure shows up, they get offended, and they forfeit the seed. They don't get no harvest. He said, next guy, he comes around. He gets it. He likes it for a little bit, digs a little bit of roots. But the next thing you know, here comes more pressure, and he gives up the roots of the seeds. And what? He forfeits his harvest, and he doesn't get any change either. So the guy that could have changed won't change and can't change because he doesn't have the seed to change in it anymore because he rejected it. Next guy got a little bit of it growing, but it lasts. It's taking too stinking long. How long is this going to take? You don't do that when you put a seed in the ground. You just wait till you see the stalk. Guess what? He quits on it because the cares of the other world. He chokes out, lust, less, rich, stupid, crazy, and gone. Don't want to know. He said, but here's a guy. He receives it with gladness and holds on to it and keeps it. And he gets 30. He gets 60. He gets a hundredfold return on the seed that was sown because he didn't abandon his belief based upon what he saw. He said, this guy's got it going. Common denominator. Can't grow without seed. Where do I find the seed? According as his divine power hath given you everything you need in life in God. Through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, glory and power. So where's his divine power? Whereby is given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. The divine power is in the promises of God. And the promises of God are the seeds. In the seed is the divine power. In the seed, you see this? You gotta leave that seed in you long enough to start growing. And then you'll start thinking different. Problem is we take seed in and out, we forfeit it. I'm gonna walk in love. Yeah, you walk in love for three weeks. And then you get tired of walking in love and you start acting like a jerk again. Because you threw that love seed out and it ain't constraining you no more. Yeah, you want it? Here's how you do it. You got to leave it in there and you got to hang on. You want to, it's hard. Yeah, that's what helps it break open. I got to put, I got to put my hand over my mouth. Sometimes I want to scream so bad. Next week, next week you got to come to church. I don't know what they're going to do in here. Next week's no more selfies. It's going to be funny in here. You got to hang on to it. Because in that seed is divine power. Where's the power? In the seed of what? The word of God promises of God, the benefits of God, that you could do all things through Christ who strengthens you. But God, see it? See it? They got to put that seed in you. What are you going to do? Don't say nothing different than what the seed says. Don't think nothing. It starts with thinking. Don't you think nothing different than what the seed says. Don't you say nothing different than what that seed sows. Say, watch this. Watch this. You don't say, you don't think nothing different than the seed. Okay, you don't say nothing different than the seed, and you don't do nothing different than the seed. You live by it because it's in there growing, and it leaves it. You leaving it packed in, tucked in. Leave it there. Don't take it out, man. 
Don't forfeit it. That by these. Now, you got to see this now. I'm a new creature in Christ. Yeah, you are. But you ain't going to be no partaker, no divine nature until you hang on to them seeds. Look what it says. That you might. That seed might produce a divine nature that you could have if you hang on to them long enough. Because it's got a reflection to it. That's what he said when you look in the glory of the word of God. You look in the word of God, forget what man or man you are, walk out. Look in the image, the mirror of the word. Mirror that book said, ooh, I'm a champion. I've been saying this for a week. Tell me I'm, you victorious. You got, that mirror gives you reflection and you walk away and forget what manner of man you were. And then you start talking all this nonsense, foolishness, deceiving your own heart. That's James 1. Come on, right? Come on, right? God, you rich and you get out, you talking broke in the grocery store? Shut up. You say you can't afford something another day in your life and your wife tells me I'm going to come find you. <laughs> Cut it out, man. Can't afford that. You kids talk like that, you tell them be quiet. Don't you ever say that out your mouth. Can't afford something. Stop limiting these kids too. Some of you, you're the worst, you're the worst with this. Who you think, how do you think you're going to get that? Let them dream big, man. Just because you stop dreaming, don't let stop stuff for their dream. Better cut it out. And you ain't those kind of parents. I love you. I know you talk big, but you know what I'm saying. You see these parents in a grocery I feel like smacking some of these people in a grocery store. I really do. Nitwits. You know, these kids can't pick their parents. Unbelievable, you know. See some of these parents in there talking all the death over their kids. They don't know no better, but, man, cut it out their kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't you speak like that. I don't know. That's a little bunny trail. Leave it alone. Right? That's probably just for the atmosphere. But let them talk big. I'm going to be a rock, rocket ship. Yeah, build a rocket ship. You'd be, you know, we used to think that was funny. Like, right, now they are. They build rockets. They go to the moon. Just guys go to the moon. I'm going to build a rocket ship and go to the moon. Good, Tommy, do it. God bless you. Tell him whatever he wants to do. You never think that kid be making that kind of money playing games and doing what he's doing? Look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, why not? You're a good dad. That's why. You know what I mean? You guys are good parents. Believing in their dream, even when their dream's crazy to me. I don't understand all that stuff. Somebody got to believe in you, man. You better get around people to believe in you. Yeah. Hang on with these ding-dongs that don't care about you. Well, nobody believed in me. I went to prison that time with that Bible thing. We had the Bible school. I went to prison. The guy I went to, yeah, I went to prison, and we handed out certificates. This guy was looked really nice-looking, sharp guy, hair pushed back, Italian-looking dude. I was like, I shook his hand. I said, I'm really proud of you. This dude started crying. Crying in prison. man, you don't cry in prison, man. You don't want nobody to see your, like, now, even the Bible school people. This dude looked at me. He got to be 65 years old. He looked me straight in the face. It moved me emotionally. He said, no one ever told me in my entire life, 65 years, that they were proud of me. No one. He started bawling like a baby. Who was with me? PL was with me. Roxanne was with me. And we went in there, and this dude bawled, bro. Bawled, like, not fake tears. No one, and I was grieved. I said, 65 years. He said, no one ever told me they were proud of me. I was proud of him because he finished the school. You know, he did good. He got his associate's degree. I said, can you imagine being a man living your whole life, 65 years, and no one ever told you they were proud of you? I was. It wasn't just, I'm like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm proud of you. No, it really was. I, 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 went, I got a Bible degree. I know what it takes to get this thing. It ain't easy. I was like, man, I'm really proud of you, man. Balling like a baby because nobody ever told me he's proud. I thought about, look at all the people could have made a difference in this guy's life. A teacher could have said something. Some, there's always good in somebody, man. 
You know, one time I told the one guy, I said, you're good at being bad. You're a professional. I told one guy one time, don't get mad at me. I said, you are the best dope smoker I've ever seen in my life. I'm t- God, hand on the word of God. I'm telling God on the word, word, hand on the word of God. I said, bro, you were high for like five days. How are you alive? You didn't even sleep for five days, dude. You're like, a, are you like, you're blowing my mind. I was like, when's the last time you slept? He's like, Tuesday. I was like, Jesus, good God, bro. How are you walking? He's like, you know, he called me up rehabilitated. Totally rehabilitated. Got his whole family back every day. Don't do no dope. Don't do no drugs. Don't do none of that stuff. I laughed so hard. I was like, I really did. He called me up. He's a pipe fitter in San Antonio making $25 an hour putting sprinkler systems in. I laughed so hard. I said, send me a check, bro. Remember when you were broke? No, I was kidding. I didn't tell him to send me a check. Cut it out. What's the matter with so many people? Come on. I was so happy. He was like, he was up to his wife to get on the phone, his kid. He's like, I restored my family. It was all this other. I was like, you're the best dope smoker I ever met. I told him, I reminded him. I said, remember that time I told you you're the best dope smoker? He said, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember a lot of stuff you told me. Yeah. Can't basically get you out of my head. Yeah, you pretty much, yeah, you pretty much ruined me for life, Pastor Chris. <laughs> I aggravated this guy to get saved. <laughs> He found my number, called me at the house. I thought it was great. They're all over the place. What do you mean? Because this word will make the change. It's not your anointing. It's the word. Maybe I can change. Maybe I can be better. Pop it up there. You can play. Super Soul Sunday, that was my idea. You like that? Lauren does all the artwork, though. These might be that by these you might be that's that's a, that's a contingency on an action you want to be like jesus put the word in you leave it in there i'm love joy peace that's who i am that's not what i do that's who i am you know what i'm saying yeah put i'm long suffering i'm patient i'm kind you start reading first corinthians 13 the love chapter in the Amplified Bible doesn't boil over, doesn't get jealous, doesn't remember suffered wrong. You start working on that stuff, remind, how do I renew my mind? I replace the thoughts in this noggin. You pulling it in? I tell it what to think. I don't, reti- I don't retell. Man, I got people, I had somebody the other week, they come to me, they're like, I'm sorry. I said, I forgive you before you did it. How in the heaven did you do that? Because he forgave me before I did. I don't, I don't live my life with you based upon what you do to me. I live my life based upon what he did to me, and then I do to you what he did for me. Amen. You stupid, Pastor Good. No, I'm safe because you ain't nobody going to get me. I'm Teflon. It's going to rub off. I'm not letting nothing stick. That might be my new move. Right there, Jerry. Jerry, this is my new move. on the Boom. Gliding, man. Don't let it stick. Oh, man. They're going to think I'm a punk putting up with it. Jesus took it all, bro. That's the strongest man ever walked in face here. He's a superhero, bro. Jesus. This who you are. Beat him with. He ain't retaliating. Listen. The man that retaliates, he's the punk. The man of action, he's the confident one. What you going to do? They're talking to you like that. Nothing. I'm in control of myself. Are you? See, strength is supposed to be found in being this crazy stuff. No, strength is found when you can control yourself. That costs you right. You need to say something. I don't need to say nothing. See, you got to learn this stuff. 
That's why even in dynamics, you know what I mean? Life, marriage, stuff, cut it out. You're just untrained. That's all we are. We're all untrained. You think you get this overnight? Come on, man. You don't get this overnight. You get this in time. Okay? So we're done. Look at that scripture. I'm going to let you go read it right there. You just got to read this scripture. We're finished. That was it. Whereby are given to us what? Seeding great and what? That's the word of God. Remember I told you Galatians last week, three, they're in there. Promises that, he said, by the promises you could become a what? Partaker of what? Where's the divine nature? In my spirit. In that word. I put that word, the word connects me over. The word connects over the divine nature that's in me. There's the divine nature in the word. It pulls it into my soul and it starts reprogramming my mind, my will, and my emotions to who I really am. And having escaped what? Corruption. Don't that sound like Romans 12, 1, and be not conformed, but be ye transformed. Don't what? You're going to be trained. The corruption that's in the world. That means what? Don't be contaminated by the way they think. Let this new life in Christ become the way you think, the way you speak, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you hear, the way you do, the what you act like, the how you respond, the words that come out of your mouth, what you think every day. I am what the word says I am. I can do what the book says I can do. I am what he said I can be. Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great. Now listen to this, though. Now listen to this. You got to pause it. You got to pull it in. Don't let go of that word. It's an image. Now, this, he says, a divine partaker of this image from the word. Now, you got to realize something. He ain't giving you word, bro. This is a law. This is so good. I didn't even give them this in the morning, but you guys are pulling. You don't think in letters. H-E-A-L-E-D. You see what healed. Healed people get up. It's an image. F-R-E-E. Free people don't need to be addicted to nothing. Because I'm free. And whom the sun sets free? Free indeed, baby. Come on. Rich. You don't think R-I-C-H. You think I do what I want to do. Roll like how I want to roll. roll. Come on, man. It's an image. It creates. You don't think cat, C-A-T. You don't think nothing. Words are pictures. The promises are pictures. Mental free. God gave me not a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. I'm sound in my thinking. I'm sound in how I respond. I don't think in my my emotions don't get the best of me. I get the best of my emotions. That's it's, it's an image. It's a picture. It paints something. Blessed in when I come. Blessed in when I go. Blessed are my hands. Blessed is everything I touch. Blessed is what I do. Blessed is where I go. What God put together, let no man put asunder. It's a picture of what it looks like. It ain't just words on a page. There are promises that got images. And if you can allow that image to separate inside you and put together, soul and spirit, now you start seeing yourself. Now you start, because they try to tell you who you were. Sorry, that ain't who I am no more. There's a brand new me. There's a new prototype of me coming out. You know like cars get a new model every year? I'm a brand new model. I'm a 2022 version of Jesus. you the 2022 prototype of Christ. Jesus look like you. If I'm the body of Christ, he look like you. He look like you. He look like you. We look like him. We are in him. And in him, the Bible says in uh, Acts, in him I live and move and have my being. In him I live. See, the world's trying to pull you out of Jesus. 
trying to pull you out. Come out. Come out. Come out of him. Come on, come on. No, he's like, no. You know what Brian says? Nope, I'm staying in there. They try to aggravate you out of him. They try to pull you out of him. They try to talk to you. Come on, no. No, I'm staying. Just stay. I'm staying in. No, I ain't coming out. Sorry. Come out of him. Come out of him. Come out. Come out. Come out. You're like, no, I'm staying in. Uh-uh, sorry. No. Hey, wave like, like if he, he was if he was a physical form in front of you and you could like pop your head out of his side, you're like, I'm not coming out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like the world's trying to pull on you, like, hey, hey, shout out. Hey, nope, not coming out. I'm staying in him. Come on out. No, I'm not going out there. I've been out there. I don't like it out there. I'm staying in him. No, come out. No, they cuss you out. Nope, 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 nope. Bless you, brother. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that despitefully. They try to use you out. Say sorry. Now there's plenty more where that came from. You need more. God bless you. God bless you. Pray. I ain't coming out. I got too much peace in him. I got too much joy in him. I got too much sanity in him. I got too much wealth, too much health, too much peace. I'm not coming out for you. Are you crazy? Come on out. No. I ain't coming out. I'm staying in him. I'm not moving. I'm not budging and I'm not leaving. Why? Because it's too good in him to give him up. Ain't nothing worth it. Stay in Christ and take those seeds. So now you know what you got to do? Find the word for what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're needing. Put it in you. Google it for crying out loud, man. I tell you, that in him book, it's the way to do it. Every scripture in there, I'll give you the book for crying out loud. I think it's like a buck or something back there. I don't even know if we got a bunch of them, do we? I gave them to everybody the one time, but get me in him book. If you need it, you can take it. You want to leave a dollar, leave a dollar. Whatever, I don't care. Get the in him book. Go through those scriptures, and that's all you got to do this year. There's like, there's like, I don't know, there's like 100 scriptures in the back of the thing. There's a bunch. In him, in Christ, who you are, what you can do. And just read one a day. 160 times. Is it 160 times in there? Yeah, he said there's 160 there. I believe it. That book's fat in the back. You know, just go through it. And then you just go, oh, okay, I see it. And then when you see it, who I am in Christ. One scripture a week? One a day? I don't know. What do you need? Do one a week. Meditate on it. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who sends me. What? Well, you got to renew this thing. This thing you've been working on, this thing, some of you 50, 60 years, programming it all screwed up. Now you come in here in a day and I'm supposed to deprogram your head? Come on, man. Stop. And you're smart. And it's okay to be smart. I want you to be smart. But don't let intellect interrupt faith. That's the thing. Just don't let it go too far, all right? God bless you. Father, we just thank you for each and every person here. Thank you, Lord. You're going to move supernaturally in life. Thank you for blessing them and keeping them all the days of their life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. You guys are dismissed. Go enjoy the game. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.